Hello, word nerds. Welcome to The Dictionary. It is the podcast where I, Spencer, am reading the dictionary and giving you some comments. And um, I would I would love it if you told me what you think of this show, if you have suggestions or just lots and lots of praise. Either one is fine. The first word in this episode is Dark Lantern. Two words. Dark and Lantern, spelled the normal ways. Noun from 1604, no, 1640. My, uh, my brain did a little uh, dyslexia there. It is a lantern that can be closed to conceal the light. So it's a lantern. This is very ironic or uh, paradoxical. A lantern usually provides you with light because it's either there's a flame or a, a, a bulb in there. Um, but this one, it's going to make the light, but you can also close it. And so the light cannot come out, which makes it a dark lantern, which just sounds very silly to me. But maybe sometimes you wanna you wanna you wanna let the flame or the bulb keep on going. This is probably more when there was flames. You didn't want to put out the whole thing, but you didn't want the light temporarily. Then you can maybe put up some walls around this lantern so no light comes out. Okay, that's what I didn't even know that existed. That'll be the sound effect for today. The next one is Darkle. Dark with an L-E. Darkle. Darkled and darkling. Those are other forms. Darkling sounds like just a little, a little piece of dark. This is a verb, an intransitive verb, from 1800. 1A. To become clouded or gloomy. So I guess if it's just getting cloudy or gloomy outside... Uh, that would uh, it would be coming darkled, or maybe your mood. Maybe your mood gets all gloomy, and uh, sad and depressed, and then you are becoming darkled. One B, to grow dark. As the sun is setting, the sky is darkling. Number two, to become concealed in the dark. And literally, as I was saying, that the clouds started going in front of the sun, and this room got a little bit darkled. I swear, I never even thought this was a word. I didn't know that. Next is, um, it's one of the forms of darkle. So we had darkle, darkled, and darkling. The next one is darkling. Sound, yeah, yeah, it's the first form. Adverb from the 15th century. And all it, it means is in the dark. If you are in the dark, either literally in the dark, in a dark room, it's dark outside, or maybe you are ignorant of the information, uh, you are uh, living life darkling. I want to say darklingly, but I don't think that's appropriate here. Darkling. Next is the second form of darkling. Adjective from 1718. Number one, the synonym is dark it's just dark number two done or taking place in the dark if something is happening in the dark maybe sleeping that's that's the most obvious choice but there could be lots of things maybe you're driving in the dark uh and then it would be darkling driving darkling driving next is darkling beetle and that is the insect beetle. Two words. 
noun from 1816. Any of a family of firm-bodied, mostly dark-colored, vegetable-feeding nocturnal beetles, which often have vestigial and functionless wings and whose larvae are usually hard cylindrical worms. Uh, like mealworms. Those are the, the youngins of these darkling beetles. They're cylindrical and they're worms. And, uh, okay, so they have uh, either small or functionless wings. They eat the veggies. They live at night. Uh, they're mostly dark-colored, which is maybe partly why they're darkling beetles, but also they're nocturnal, so they're awake at night, which is another reason why they're probably called darkling. And I'm sure that they are dark-colored during the nighttime, uh, so it's harder for uh, predators to see them. The family name is Tenebrinoidae, Tenebrionidae, and they are so firm-bodied. Look at those firm bodies. Uh, I guess they are also called Tenebrionid, Tenebrionid. Maybe that's how you say it, Tenebrionid. Oh, that is a hard word to say to figure out if you've never heard it before. That is the darkling beetle. Next. It is dark matter. Ooh. So this is related to dark energy, which we had in yesterday's episode. Noun from 1982. Non-luminous matter not yet directly detected by astronomers that is hypothesized to exist to account for various observed gravitational effects and you know matter everything that we have here is matter my feet the planet earth your hair the trees the animals all this stuff they're made up of matter now i believe this is different from anti or antimatter this is dark matter so they think that this is maybe having the opposite effects of gravity something it's very complicated and very weird but yes i think this is connected to dark energy and ugh, it's just so complicated it's just everything about it is crazy the cosmos is crazy what are we going to learn in the next 20 years i wonder if this is related i'm not sure probably not it is dark reaction Two words, noun from 1927, any of a series of chemical reactions in photosynthesis not requiring the presence of light and in involving the reduction of carbon dioxide to form carbohydrate. Especially, we have the synonym Calvin cycle. It is a series of chemical reactions, so photosynthesis is when the leaves and the plants are turning the light from the sun into energy, and so I guess this is one portion of that. It does not require light. Hmm. Interesting. It's dark reaction. If there's any plants out there who want to tell me their thoughts on this portion of your feeding cycle, please let me know. Next is... Dark room. One word. It is a room that is dark. Noun from 1841. A room with no light or with a safe light 
for developing light-sensitive photographic materials. And for some reason, I am having a deja vu, and I don't know why, because I clearly have never read this portion for this podcast. Uh, all right. Yeah, I um, I think I've been in a dark room once or twice. I've seen them many times in TV shows and the movies shows. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've never never done any work in them. And uh, Sharon has. Sharon, uh, she studied photography in college, and I think maybe a little in high school. And uh, I think I think it's very cool. It's a very slow, uh, tedious process, especially if you're making adjustments to your photographs. But it's got to be a dark room because if you show the negative or something to the light or if you show if the thing is in the light, it's just not going to work. That's just how it happens with those uh, those non digital photos. And uh, you got to have a dark room. You will see a red light. And that light, uh, I guess that's called the safe light, um, because the uh, the photographs, the um, the film will not be affected by that light for whatever reason. Either it's the redness of it, or maybe it's so dim. I'm not sure of the the science behind that one, but um, but yeah, you need a very very dark room to do all of your photo processing if it's not digital. Uh, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. There's different chemical baths and you can you can zoom in on a thing. You can depending on how much different portions of the photo are exposed to the paper, it'll lighten or darken it. Uh, and it's, it takes a lot of experimenting, but people are very good at it. All right, we've said enough about that. Next is darksum. Darksum. D-A-R-K-S-O-M-E, adjective from circa 1530, gloomily somber, and the synonym is dark. It's just going back to, I think, you just your emotions. Are you feeling somber in a gloomy way? Sometimes, sometimes I feel like that. I think everybody does sometimes. And uh, if you are feeling that way, you can just say, I'm so darksome. That's the word that most people probably are not familiar with, because I am not. Darksome, darksome, go away, darksome. All right. Oh, okay. Our next word. It is not a word um, that should be used. It is not a word that I feel comfortable saying, but I have to say all the words here. Uh, And it does specifically say usually offensive I would change that. Well, I guess, I guess it, it, anyway, it's the word darky, D-A-R-K-Y, or you can replace the Y with an I-E, noun from 1775, usually offensive, hmm, 1775, I feel like it might have been even before that, but I guess that's the first known usage of it, and um, it just means a black person. So here in America, I'm sure this is where this word got started. We had slaves for a very long time. And, uh, and, and people, people did not see them as human beings, to put it bluntly. Um, so this was just a word that they used in a very, very mean way, and I don't like it. We're going to move away from that. We have the word... Darling, a, a very, very shockingly opposite word from the last word, uh, just in terms of its meaning, usually. 
This is the first form, noun from before the 12th century. One, a dearly loved person. Two, the synonym is favorite. As in the example, a director who is the darling of the critics. The critics love this director. They love everything this director does. Why? What do they do that you love so much? I wonder if there, if there is a, uh, a film director who just all the critics love. Probably not. Everybody's opinions are different. Let's see. Uh, this is from the Old English Dior, D-E-O-R-E, and that means dear. So yeah, dear, your darling, the darlings of Lumberland. Next is the second form of darling. Adjective from the 15th century. One, dearly loved. And the synonym again is the word favorite. Two, very pleasing. And the synonym is charming. Darlingly is an adverb and darlingness is a noun. Darlingness is an odd word. Is that the amount of darling that somebody has, you you have you exude such darlingness. It makes me want to call you a darling. You are a darling. Next word. It is. Now this is an interesting word. It is Darm Stadium. I think that is how you say it. Darm Stadium. It is spelled. This is all one word. D-A-R-M-S-T-A-D-T-I-U-M. Darm, Darm Stadium. It could be Darmstadtium, but I don't think so. Uh, it's just the D before the T is sort of throwing me off. Noun from 2003. We don't usually see the 2000s. It is a short-lived radioactive element produced artificially. So humans are making this radioactive element. It says you can see the element table for more information about it. And it is from Darmstadt, Germany. And I think it would be pronounced Darmstadt, which is why I think it should be pronounced Darmstadium. But I think that the A in the pronunciation would have two E, would have the umlaut above it, but maybe not. I like, I like Darmstadium. Moving on. It is the word darn, first form, verb, from circa 1600. Darn. Number one, to mend with interlacing stitches. This is not at all something I'm familiar with. I was confused when I read that it was a verb. Yeah, definitely not heard darn used as a verb. By the way, I don't think I mentioned we are starting with transitive. Maybe I said that. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Number two, to embroider by filling in with long running or interlacing stitches. So the first one is mending with interlacing stitches. And the next one is embroider by filling in with long running or interlacing stitches. 
Now we have intransitive. There's just one of them, which says to do darning. And that just means you're going to go do the stuff with the interlacing stitches. Darn it. I got to do some darning. My fabrics is ripped. Darner is a noun. Next is the second form of darn noun from 1720. A place that has been darned. Okay. As in a sweater full of darns. This is back to the mending and the stitching with the fabrics. So if, uh, yeah, if your sweater has a bunch of holes from moths, you didn't put it in with the mothballs. Uh, you got to darn it up. And then there's going to be a bunch of darns. Maybe, maybe you darn it with yarn. It's, it's a yarn darn. Next is the third form of darn. You could also spell it dern and pronounce it dern, D-U-R-N. It is an adjective or an adverb from 1781. And the synonym is damned. D-A-M-N-E-D. And uh, you can go you can go all the way back to uh, just to hear me talk about damned. That was the episode. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, six episodes ago or so. Uh, damned. So uh, darn or dern. And this is a euphemism. That's what the etymology says. It's just a euphemism. Next is the fourth form of darn, also dern, verb from 1781. The synonym is damn, D-A-M-N. Um, so you, some people like to say darn. Maybe they feel like it's uh, less, uh, less intense, less sweary. Uh, darned or derned, those are other forms, adjective or adverb forms of darn. Darn, 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 darn. Hmm, this one. Okay, so that was the verb. So I guess that would be the act of damning somebody or darning somebody or maybe other things. Next is the fifth form of darn or dern, noun from 1840. And again, the synonym is damn. And uh, again, this is the noun. So the, the damning that you damn is the darn. Uh, I have not actually recorded the episode with damn yet, so I don't even know what we said. I am recording that tomorrow, actually, at the time of recording, so we will get to learn all about that. Ooh, which reminds me, I need to rewatch that episode of the swear word show for for the word damn, uh, to just to get me back in the mood. Next is Darnell. Darnel, darnel. Noun from the 14th century. Any of several usually weedy, weedy, that's W-E-E-D-Y, weedy rye grasses. And the genus name is Lolium. L-O-L-I-U-M. Rye grasses that are usually weedy. That's it for darnel. Next is darning needle. Darning needle. 
two words, noun from 1742. Number one, a long needle with a large eye for use in darning. When you gotta patch up your sweater, you need a darning needle. Number two, this is interesting. Uh, the synonyms are dragonfly and damselfly. And I feel like, yes, I remember reading uh, damselfly. So do they do they have a thing like a proboscis, a, a mouth, a nose, a, a pointy thing that comes out of their face that looks like a darning needle? That's a that's a that's curious to me. Next is DARPA, all caps, D-A-R-P-A, abbreviation for Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. And we are going to post a link in the show notes where you can go learn more about DARPA. But the little bit that I understand is that I believe that they are a government body and uh, it's, it's a lot of research. They make new technology things. I think they work with the military a lot and NASA. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of things, even in your day-to-day life, have come from DARPA. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's just a very interesting thing. Um, defense, advanced, re- yeah, so the advanced, they're doing very advanced technological research uh, for projects, specific projects, which then either become real things, maybe for the military or NASA, and then sometimes again come into your home if it's useful for people um yeah and defense is in there because it's usually for defense we got one more word for this episode we have dart d-a-r-t first form noun from the 14th century 1a is archaic and it is a light spear so I guess, is that the spear that you throw with your whole hand? Like, like it's, you know, we think of darts as being those short little things that are maybe six inches long, but a spear I think of as something that's maybe a foot long or two or three or four or five or six feet long, but this one is a light spear, so it's just maybe a small one. Uh, but again, this is archaic, so we don't call these things darts anymore. 1B1, a small missile usually with a pointed shaft at one end and feathers at the other. A small missile. Now, is this the kind of missile that has, it's like shooting uh, fuel out the back end? I don't know. 1B2. It is a game in which darts are thrown at a target. And I uh, I think those are the small missiles. I don't think that there's any jet fuel shooting out the back of it. These are the ones that you throw with your hand into the dirt board. And then, of course, like we said, in 1B2, it's a game. There's numbers. There's different ways to play the game. If you get it into this circle, it's double those points. This circle is triple those points. The cent- One of the center circles is 50 points. The other center circle is 100 points. Usually, that's how it goes. Number two, A, something projected with sudden speed, especially a sharp glance. Your eyes are darting at somebody to glance at. To B, something causing sudden pain or distress, as in darts of sarcasm. 
sudden something causing sudden pain or distress how can sarcasm call you cause you pain or distress maybe emotionally uh but not probably not physically but yeah maybe maybe you say oh i got a dirt of pain where my appendix is i got an appendix pain number three something with a slender pointed shaft or outline and then specifically a stitched tapering fold in a garment hmm what might this be a stitched tapering fold i i'm not a tailor i don't deal with clothes so uh slender pointed shaft or outline interesting i'm trying to think it could is it cuffs is it your collar is it like the hem of a bottom of a shirt or dress or pants hmm interesting and then number four a quick movement as in made a dart for the door you got to get out of there quick you got to dart over the door before anybody sees you maybe maybe you've got feathers on your butt so you can move more quickly and uh, not get off course let's see is there the etymology isn't uh, terribly interesting to me so what did what did we have today dark lantern that was interesting didn't know about that one darkle it's when getting things are getting dark darkling 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 beetle dark matter that's a good contender for the word of the episode dark reaction dark room that's also a good one darksome darky not gonna pick that we don't like that word darling darling darm darm stadium or stadium darn 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 darnel darning needle darpa and dart there are some good ones in here but i think if i remember from yesterday i picked dark adaptation so i think i'm kind of feeling like just so we can sort of get dark energy combined into this one i think i may have to pick dark matter as the word of the episode i think there is a coffee company maybe in chicago called dark matter is it a coffee company or is it a cafe I don't know. I don't remember. Do they make coffee or do they just brew coffee? I have no idea. Dark matter, there's something happening in the universe. Dark matter is the only explanation. I think that's it. Um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, this is about as long as these episodes probably should be. Some people probably want them shorter. When we got a guest, they get longer. Uh, when is the next time I'm going to have a guest? I don't know. Haven't figured that one out yet. I should probably do one soon. All right. I'm going to stop talking at you so you can go do so- some other stuff. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Goodbye.